This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. In sports, if you want to be the best, there are no off days. Ah, yes, it is a holiday week on the No Off Days podcast. I decided to dress up a little bit, Chris. Looks nice. You're still slumming it over there. Welcome on into the No Off Days podcast. Uh, this is this is Thanksgiving. I know this is like your favorite holiday, right? This is one so, of the highest for me. Yeah. Okay, so I think right out of the gates, we got to know what is the essential that's going to be on the Thanksgiving Day table. We already know, you know, the turkey and the stuffing right. and the mashed potatoes. But what's the thing that, like, sets your ideal Thanksgiving Day spread apart? You know, there are two things I got to have, and I am flying home to Alabama to uh, eat my mom's cooking. So Cookie is, is she's cookie, dialing she up a gem. She is already de- defrosting the turkey and does mashing she, potatoes. Can yeah. you give her requests? Does she? Is I've she, already put them in, Scott. Oh, yeah. wonderful. Well, she, so her, the favorite thing that she makes side dish that I love is a twice-baked potato. You're aware of okay. these? You know, you I, have, I don't think I've ever had one, but I've, they sound delicious. It, it seems like high-intensive work. I've, I haven't actually watched her prepare it, but, you know, you're taking the potato – uh, you're gutting out it. of its shell okay, okay. and then you're doing something to it i think cream cheese is added and then it goes back in the half shell mm, mm-hmm. and then cheese and bacon get baked into ooh, it as well ooh, and it's ooh. just i could eat like five or six so of them. it's like loaded mashed potatoes but back inside the, yeah, the shell it comes in its own skin. little carrier and okay. it's beautiful and so i gotta have that and i've gotta have we have this thing in the south if you had this before <laughs> it's deceptive it's called strawberry pretzel salad no Never so it sounds, it. oh, we're having, and, and we eat it as a side dish. And you think, oh, we're having a little, little springy, little strawberry salad. But no, actually, it's like dessert that you call mm. a side. It's like a crushed oh, up, the best. crushed pretzel base with tons of butter in it. That's your bottom layer. And then it's got some strawberry goop of some kind, preserves goop. or jelly, goop and uh, and some whipped cream. And it's, yeah, you get to call it a salad. Well, you know, I don't, I, I've never heard of it. I grew up on the West Coast, but BK, uh, let's bring in, I mean, the strawberry, strawberry pretzel, pretzel salad. goop salad. Have, have you... You're familiar with this? Never have. Never oh, really? Have. Okay, oh, so maybe it's just a Cato family it may thing. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Maybe I'm the only one that knows of this. I shouldn't be telling other people. <laughs> about All right, what's, what's your favorite uh, element on the table? Uh, we kind of debate this a little bit, but it's dressing. Southern dressing, not yeah, the yeah, uh, yeah. stuff. That's, that's what you put on salad, right? Yeah, that's it exactly. <laughs> yep. It's just, it's awesome. And it's, you know, Thanksgiving, it's got to be this time. We, I mean, you don't eat dressing year-round. We I mean, should, though. I wish we there, could. There I really is could. no reason why you couldn't. Yeah. Because, you know, if Tommy's got stovetop at 7 and, you know, your your buddy Billy's got it at, at 630, then you can kind of go both, right? Yeah. I feel like you can do both. Rotate the dressings exactly. or stuffings, whatever you prefer to yeah. call them. They're not the same. Yeah. I do like the I do like the dressing. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to get into this right yeah. now. Yeah. Okay. I, you're not ready for this. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> the, the, the stovetop. It's the stuffing dressing debate and we have it every year, but yeah. uh, I think we're just kind of that's, that's my go to. Okay, very good. What about you? Uh, I'm a sweet potato casserole yeah. guy. I mean, that's it's to your point. It's dessert, right? Can't go wrong I mean, with that. Do you do uh, marshmallows? No, nope. nope. no marshmallows. Okay. No, I like a uh, crunchy cinnamon uh, pecan mm. topping. Uh, the crunchier, the better. Yeah. And then, yeah, nothing. We don't need to add anything to it. I mean, yeah. it, you, it, you could probably pair it with a nice dollop of ice cream. You could. Vanilla. Maybe yeah. I have those edge pieces where you get the oh, caramelized yes. that's yep. been up against the baking dish. All right. That's, it's, oh. 
it's time oh to dial up be, another good. A second helping. All right, BK, what do we got on today's show? Hey, we got a great show tonight. We're going to talk a little bit Florida, Florida State game with Florida State wide receiver and returner Deuce Span. Guy from Lakewood, he'll be joining us to get his thoughts on the big game coming up, along with the team's mindset heading in without their starting quarterback. And then at the end of the show. In the show, how about a little turkey trivia? Well, you can't go wrong with that. You can't go wrong with that. Yeah, so I'll come up with some questions to see how well you know. More questions about the... This is about, is it about Thanksgiving or is it about actual turkeys? It's a little of both, but it's about uh, the original Thanksgiving gathering. Okay. Oh. A little trivia about that. Okay. And I mix some uh, I feel like I know a little bit. I might have an insider You may think you do, but I don't know if you know all these questions. Wait, you're... I just went to to Plymouth. Me and the family just went up there for the 4th of July. We did the whole... We'll see. So, and I, you, I was at Plymouth Rock. Aren't you related to John Smith? That Wasn't he true. one of the famous? That's true. He's yeah. my grandpa. This is, yep. he, he already has an advantage. He does. Here we go. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Very good. Thank you, BK. Thanks, uh, if you're listening and you want to watch, go to fox13news.com slash nodpod. If you're watching and you want to listen or subscribe, take out your phone, zap the QR code on the screen in the bottom right-hand corner, and there you can find all of our shows. Dare I say, we are the cool whip to your pumpkin pie, baby. <laughs> subscribe, fox13news.com slash not pod. All right, let's dive into the NFL world first because uh, Tom Brady, whenever Tom Brady talks, we got to talk about it. But here, you know, I feel like he just played like, you know, it was like last week, right? I mean, he, he was he was just in the NFL, and now he sounds like he's been retired for 20 years. He's <laughs> talking to Stephen A. Smith, and he's, he's kind of screaming at the mediocrity in the NFL that, like, it's not as good as it used to be. Here's a quote. A lot of mediocrity in today's NFL. I don't see the excellence that I saw in the past. So he kind of rails on what he's seeing on the product, the coaching. Um, he goes to the rules of the game and how the rules have affected, have created bad habits for players. That like this so far, the NFL is just like in a tailspin right now in Tom Brady's world. He's he's old man yelling at the clouds right now i don't know what what happened did he retire and this just kind of kicked in i didn't hear this before this seems like a terrible retirement doesn't it yeah. like can you imagine he one still day- looks like he's 25 though let me just tell yeah. you and, and teams are still calling him apparently <laughs> there's a report that the vikings were reaching out a few weeks ago but but anyway i mean this sounds like a not how you would want to spend your retirement this would be like you walking away from sports casting or podcasting and still watching your the new local sports guy and critiquing his yeah. uh, delivery. Oh, you like, can guarantee I'm going to do they, that for sure. They yeah. just don't make them like, <laughs> like they, they, they used to, to like last yeah. year when I, yeah. I mean, Here's the thing. To his point, I, I don't really get like the the quality on the field. The, like I certainly would not critique like the players' athleticism and their ability to play. I think that the league is as stacked with talent and athleticism as it has ever been, right? Yeah. But... To his point about the rules impacting the game, I'll give him that. You yeah. know, I'll give him that. Like it's not. He and he mentioned, you know, Ronnie Lott. You don't have to. Receivers don't have to worry about Ronnie Lott going over the middle. Ray they Lewis, don't have to worry about Ray yeah. Lewis going over the middle. You know, and I think that that does that has probably created a lot of bad habits, and it has put more of the control back into the, the referees. Players get fined when they play mm-hmm. the game. We we are victims of watching slow mo. NFL. That's what we do nowadays. We watch slow-mo NFL and then we critique it and say, oh, that's egregious. Right? But the game is played at full speed. Yeah. And I think a lot of these guys, you know, they get when they get tagged as like a dirty player or something like that, or obviously you're leading with your head. Okay, but like this is just the instantaneous reactions that are happening and I think we just kind of watch the game in slow-mo. 
to hit that point, yeah. I'm with Tom. Yeah, I'm with him on that, too. Um, and, and how it's coached, too, right? And his point was that you hear coaches complaining about uh, my player was tackled illegally, and he's saying, well, why don't you coach your player to run out of bounds or how to get rid of the ball and this kind of thing. Some of the things, though, like, you know, he knocked, he knocked some of the play calling, some of the creativity in the game. Um, kind of felt like players th- that are coming up from college aren't as prepared as they used to be. That, do you think that there may be something there? I mean, well, I think what happened is, you know, are players less coachable. Is that kind of his point? Maybe it, maybe it's that. But I think also remember how 20, 15 years ago, college offenses were mirrored after the NFL. Everyone was pro style. And then this thing happened with RPO and we saw not a trickle down anymore, but a trickle up where yeah. NFL coaches started adopting these college philosophies and so that may be some of it too when he talks about a lack of creativity and we're all just kind of running the same thing he needs to get off the couch and get back in the game and show all these young whippersnappers how it's done well yeah does he want to, i mean <laughs> mediocrity last year i'm sorry tom cover your ears but he was kind of the, the example Uh-oh. of mediocrity last Uh-oh. year Uh-oh. well I, I i was kind of wondering like are these like veiled shots at like last year's bucks like the way he was coached, and you know, is it this is this a Byron Leftwich shot? Is this a, a, a Bruce Arian shot? I don't know. Probably not. But, well, I gotta uh, say, Baker Mayfield looks pretty good behind that offensive line. Yeah, he he has not been too shabby. He looked better against those San Francisco 49ers last week than Tom did uh, a year ago. Um, his, and I know he's been going to bat for his alma mater too, Michigan. So we yeah. got big rivalry games this week, and there's none bigger than, of course, the game, the Iron Bowl, uh, the Alabama Iron Bowl, of, of course. course the yes, biggest, yes, I know you'd say. Um, all right, so as we look at Wivalry Week, as I love to call it, um, you know, the game, Ohio State, Michigan, two versus three. I mean, this is for a chance to go to the Big Ten Championship and, uh, and play the, Iowa. And the loser is, is likely out of the playoff, right? But maybe not. Likely out. Likely out, but, okay. Yeah, I mean, what, you would put that – I'd put it at like 80%. Yeah, that's out. probably about yeah. right, okay. although we've seen it, you know, happen a couple times. All right, who wins this game? Wow. It's noon on, it, noon on Fox. It's so amazing. You know, two weeks ago, I would have said, my money's on Michigan. Like, this team is legit. They're unstoppable offense and defense. Defense was given up, like, less than 10 points a game. And then the Harbaugh stuff happens. And then they go out to Maryland, and, and Maryland has them on the ropes. A Maryland team that Ohio State beat handily. And, and mm. right now, I think Ohio State's defense is playing lights out. And okay. their offense is caught up. And Kyle McCord... I trust him a little more now than I trust J.J. McCarthy, who really just kind of got his first real test and didn't he, he, he didn't play very well against Maryland at all. So even though it's at Ann Arbor, I'm kind of leaning Buckeyes now. Yeah, that was that was the rope a dope game right there. They're, that's they're, they're they're baiting you right now. You think so? Uh, I think Michigan wins. I, you know, I, I think I don't know how close it's going to be. Honestly, I mean, this game th- a big factor is going to be the fact that it's it's uh, in Ann Arbor, and um, you know, I just think Michigan's the better team. I've thought that the entire season, and I think they're going to put it on display. Um, and I think that part of not having Harbaugh there is you know this just is motivation. Gonna, this is the rallying cry yeah. for this team, right? All right, we got the Civil War game. That's a big one too. That has. Played Playoff implications. Uh, should Oregon lose this a Friday night game? Should they lose to Oregon State? And we saw that Oregon State almost pull off the upset last yeah. week uh, against Washington. Uh, they're a tough team. And uh, this one is in Eugene, so at least the Ducks have that going for them. But uh, obviously, if the Beavers win, Ducks' chances are, are toast. Ducks' chances are toast. This is Friday, 8.30 on Fox. On Fox, of course. Uh, so, yeah, Ducks win. They get to have a rematch against Washington. And you would think the winner of that probably in the playoff If um, the Beavers win, (laughs) this Pac-12 tiebreaker is interesting. If the Beavers win and Arizona wins against Arizona State, their rival, it looks like Arizona would get to play Washington because 
Arizona would have beaten Oregon State, whereas Oregon would have lost to them. Uh, hmm. Anyway, that may be a little more in the weeds yeah. than you want to get there. Okay. But uh, the Ducks. Nobody just, wants to see that. I the know Ducks that. just need to take care of business, yeah. and I think they will. Bo Nix is playing, you know, himself. He's right there at the top of the Heisman conversation now. I, I don't see the Beavers being able to slow down that offense enough. I love the way Dan Lanning's built the team in the trenches oh, I there. I you are just saying the way he's built. I mean, he's a former linebacker. I mean, he's got, like, some big shoulders. I did pause at an awkward point yeah. there. I love the way he's built the trenches, and I, I think yeah. I think Oregon's going to win by 10. Uh, Apple Cup, This, I mean, it doesn't – Washington can lose, and it doesn't really matter. Right. It's in Seattle, so they got that going for – I mean, I, I think they're going to probably win by a lot. It's not a big intrigue game, though it is on Fox at 4 o'clock. Um, Iron Bowl, all right? Yeah. Make your, make your case for the Iron Bowl. Why is, why is this going to be – a compelling matchup or is it what everybody kind of suspects it's going to be a big bama blowout well i think we as alabama fans bk can chime in are super nervous about this because it was two seasons ago when alabama clearly had the better better team better team and go into jordan hair where this jordan hair where this year's game is being played and it's a 10-10 tie at the end of regulation, and, you know, it goes to four overtimes. It's, yeah. This is exactly how Auburn wants it. I think, Brian, they lost on purpose to New Mexico State last week to make us all think, oh, we're going here to play a wounded Auburn that's terrible, also to probably hurt our strength of schedule ranking. I mean, doesn't this – don't you feel like this sets up the way that Nick Saban would not want it to? Oh, exactly. I mean, but I'm, this team – the team two years ago, I mean, it had Bryce Young, Heisman Trophy winner, and he, they were down 10 nothing in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and had, that Bama team is better than what this Bama team is. Right. That Auburn team was probably worse, well, maybe not, than what this Auburn team About is. About the same, yeah. And so, yeah, that, I mean, but New that's Mexico these, State beat them uh, handily last week. I'm telling you, they I did that on purpose I to, think, to uh, let us sleepwalk into a trap. So you, you, know, you think they're doing rope-a-dope too? Yeah. Okay. Well, I think they could just, they thought they had better players, which they did. And they could just, hey, we could just go out there and roll out our game plan, not show anything to, you know, to Alabama. Let's just go through the motions and, you know, we'll be better off for it come, you know, Iron Bowl. But, boy, yeah. that, that, that plan went awry real quick. We I saw, like, we I like saw, how you guys talk yourself into the fact that you think this is going to be close. Look, you saw I, Georgia struggle at Jordan-Hare, didn't you? I mean, that was Georgia's toughest game of the season. Yeah. That's a tough place to play. Yeah, I, d I just don't think there's any way that you guys are looking past um, – that Saban's I think he got focused on the prize right here and I don't think there's any way you guys lose and I but you don't need me me giving I, I'm not going to be the one giving you guys confidence for this game okay you know I'm not going to do that that's Scott, not my role Scott's an Alabama fan uh, same role tied here no I just want I, I want that matchup I want uh, Oregon Alabama uh, for all the marbles <laughs> um and then of course uh the the big one Iowa State Kansas State uh th that the primetime game Wait, what trophy do they play for that's Farmageddon baby is it Farmageddon Farmageddon okay. all right all right anyway you did um, yeah but then uh, then you have uh, Florida State and UF and boy this game I'll tell you what it has it has changed in a week's span what it what it meant and what it I mean it still means a ton obviously but but both teams to have lost their quarterbacks last week for the remainder of the season uh, it's just I can't think of anything worse. I can't no. think of, I mean, other than obviously, I mean, you lose the game last week, but like this is especially for FSU with as much as there is still out there for them. 
the undefeated season, the potential for the national championship, uh, to lose a guy as key to this team as Jordan Travis is just, I mean, I think it's just devastating. I mean, the team is loaded. It's not just Jordan, right? But uh, I I just, I hate that it happened. And, you know, anytime these these gruesome injuries happen on the field, you're just like, oh, just sick to your stomach. It was heartbreaking. It reminded me, uh, Brian, of Tua, uh, Tua's injury, where you saw it happen on the field and you knew his season was done and just everything that he means to the program, the kind of person that Jordan Travis is off the field you just hate it you do so the question though is moving forward and we already kind of saw a little bit of a tell from you know the committee and I I don't know how much of it had to do with the injury but they bumped them down to five now Um, you know how much does this impact moving forward let's say they 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 went out you know as in the next two games they win the ACC championship does this affect them at at all Uh, yeah I don't think it does I think if they win out uh even if they win ugly um if they win out and you are an undefeated ACC champion I think you're getting in yeah and I think they dropped more so because Washington had that big win over Oregon State. right I don't think that had anything to do with it yeah Jordan Travis was still healthy yeah they would still drop to to five and it probably didn't help that they were kind of struggling against UNA, you know, before he went out. But Ooh, that was a shock. I think the question is if they somehow lose this one to Florida. And you know, the Swamp, again, like Jordan-Hare, tough place to play, rivalry game. If they somehow lose this one to Florida, then they beat Louisville in the ACC championship, and they're compared to other one-loss conference champions. I think that's where it gets tricky for the Seminoles, right? Oh, I agree. Yeah. I mean – they, I mean, they have to win out. Win out, I believe they're in. I mean, yeah. you got can't not deny a undefeated ACC champion. I feel. But yeah, but I think if they somehow drop this one, then it doesn't matter if you blow out Louisville, probably. But I think right. there's a lot of confidence in this Tate Rotomaker, though. Yeah, no, I mean, he's got experience in the system, and he came in there and kind of carried the baton. That was against the North Alabama team. So, I mean, that's not really, I don't think, a, a genuine test. And, and we're going to find out against the Gators defense uh, just what Tate can handle. But but remember, he came in last, was it last year? when they, Louisville. Louisville. Yeah. Came Gable, back and yeah. beat them. Yeah. That's, you know, led Noah's back for that. So I, I, I do think that this has a chance to really kind of galvanize a team, too. I mean, you, you can't just off a of motion, you can't make up for all the talent mm-hmm. that, you're, that you're missing in, in Travis. But Man, I think that uh, that this can really bring a team together and lock their focus in. And it's kind of like a win one for the Gipper type of thing, you know, like win yeah. one for a guy that wants to be here. And and you could kind of see a little bit of, you know, a cool little element of a Cinderella story developing should they continue to run this thing out. You think Florida State becomes America's team instead of Michigan? Is that uh, they're going to have to arm wrestle the chicken man for it? I think. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Can we agree on one thing though? Yes. In this season of giving thanks. Be thankful for all these great games. I mean, Ohio State, Michigan, Florida, Florida State, yeah. Bama, Auburn, because this time next year, these are going to be nothing oh, but Oh, stop egg balls it. See, look at this guy. He comes in here. In. He just you know, comes in. It's to the s- truth. You know, Brian, no. I, I thought. What would be in this match? No. What would be the most compelling game? Well, let me tell you. Wise, we, next, it'd be, what, Missouri, Arkansas? We That's the only game if we had a. You got nine teams right now, legitimately got a shot to make the playoff. Yes, wouldn't you? I mean, look at this. You would have Missouri would have a chance. Louisville, Oregon State, Penn but, State, I, Ole Miss, uh, Oklahoma. They're LSU. You would be looking to see if Br- Brian. To your point, though, it, we would be doing the same thing 
but just no. down for spell, spots, you know, 12, 13, 14, right. 15. We would, we'd be saying these teams have a chance. And that's exactly what the Egg Bowl is. The Egg Bowl is just a game. But hey, it's on. Hey, I'll watch. It's Thanksgiving night. That's what all these other, the Florida-Florida State game, hey, if they, Florida State loses, no big deal. They're still in the playoff. No, you know, no, 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 I don't. I disagree with that. If Florida State loses in a 12 team playoff, they're not oh, in a 12 team playoff. Yes. OK, so yeah. this time next year, the Bama loses to Auburn. But, you know, yeah, OK, they, they, these games, they have more importance now. And that's that was the big fib that they kind of sold us on this 12 team. Well, okay, but we just we just from. outlined a couple of those rivalries and with a 14 playoff, even Washington, I mean, they, they can lose. They can lose in the Apple Cup and the, they'll still be in. But Washington's in the top four. I'm talking teams like. But, but you're going to have that argument. Texas. The point is, is Texas is in. You Texas would has be, nothing to worry about. You would be watching though some of these games like here. This stupid ad popped up. You would be watching though some of these games like, um, the Missouri, Missouri, Tennessee. You know would have significance. Um, but for here, what? To make the to, the to make it into the playoffs. It's, it's not. But it's, here's the you thing. Say you say that, but it's if not. You, Everybody okay. argues about the, the 65th, 66th team that doesn't get an NCAA basketball tournament. But then after one night, huh, they're done with it. Brian, now, how, how many bowl games do you watch a year? <laughs> but that's different because you're a college no. football fan. No. But there's not. How, how many, I mean, do you watch? I are you, you watching? I would be more likely the to watch ones. the Ohio State-Penn State game, Michigan-Penn State game this year because I knew what importance that game had. Penn State still could be in the running for this. Thing. My point is, is that these games, the games that you're saying don't mean anything, they're just slid back into the, the playoffs. So you're going to have more meaningful bowl games. And yeah, it's going to take away a little bit more of the meaning of the regular season, but you're going to make up for it in a, I think, will be a substantially more significant playoff. What, Tennessee, Georgia could have been a opening round game. Just for instance, teams look comparable yeah. to that. You would have had a blown out. Oh, you'd have well, to blow out. You know, so all you're going to have is blowouts. And so right. it's okay. not here. We, we're going to take this. We're going to we're going <laughs> to we're going to log this. And next year at this time, we're going to go back. And I want to see this passion. I want to see how fired up he is. That how horrible the 12 team play. I bet you will love it. Yeah. I bet you will love it because it's just gonna, it, it's making more teams more games like more important i would say more important there's no way you could say the alabama auburn game next year you can give me you can give me individual examples right right, you can give me individual examples of certain games i've given you numerous examples but i'm saying it's a larger net you can't argue with that it's a larger net more teams have a chance I, i know that more teams are getting in but what i'm saying is that the Michigan Penn State game. How important was that game for Penn State now? Because right. they knew they only they only have one shot to get in this thing. Mm-hmm. That game's done. Their season's done. Yeah. Twelve teams. Boy, we still got an outside. Do chance. we really need to see Penn State fall short against another big opponent to prove that they're not the I mean, best team in the country? Do we do we need to watch you know Tulane in mm-hmm. UTSA? Boy, I'm going. I'm going back and G5, forth on this now. You know, I, rep. I mean, I see both sides okay, of it. You guys it. should both get then fine. I see both sides. I'm of it. leaving you behind. I'm forging ahead into this brave new 12-team playoff world, and uh, I don't need any extra baggage. I don't need gripers along the way, okay? It's going to be wonderful. I hope it grows. I hope it grows. It's straight facts.
It's not. It's I do. Facts, I think this whatever. is true that you could look at this week's this week's slate of games. You would have much more interesting matchups if we were a 12-team playoff this year. There would be a lot more excitement about what's coming up this weekend. It, you're spreading it a little bit thin, but you're spreading it out, right? So you're extending the net like Grandma's gravy. It's, it's like it's Grandma's a, gravy. It's yeah. like it's a little too thin. A little thin, but you but can cover you know a what? lot with she it. Can, yeah, she can feed all 27 uh, grandkids. So yes. there you go. <laughs> all right. We'll Very see. good. All right. Thanks, BK. All right, Chris. Well, our first guest uh, representing the Garnet and Gold in this here matchup, Knowles receiver return man, Lakewood's own Deuce Span. Welcome into the No Off Days podcast. You know, Deuce, I'd be remiss if I didn't out of the gates ask you first, how is your quarterback doing? How is Jordan Travis doing? Have you had a chance to catch up with him? Uh, Jordan's doing good right now. Yesterday, I'm going to go see him at the hospital yesterday, talk to him a little bit. He said that he's doing good. He's going to keep working and getting better. You know, I can't imagine how difficult it is to not only be dealt this, but then to remain focused on the goal ahead for you guys. What What's the attitude during practice? Well, today's practice was really, really good. Today today we had a good practice today. The energy is still there. Like, the energy feels like it's there more because, like, knowing Jordan not there and Tate's at quarterback, so, like, the energy is there more a little bit because, like, we know that he, he has to step up so that we can um, do good this week. Deuce, I, I've got to wonder with your – reputation in high school as a prolific quarterback and we all remember that trick play you had against uh LSU in the first game of the season where you threw for a first down are you getting any reps at quarterback this week uh no sir I'm doing straight receiver so I gotta think that a moment like this can either break a team's confidence or it can galvanize a team Uh, how do you make sure that it's the latter that this team stays together with all that you guys still have yet to accomplish oh you can tell the team is still brought together because like we all we all been still we all working hard because we we know where we want to go we have to finish so like we all trying to just go to the championship just be locked in just be focused so the team confidence is still there it's there kind of more because like there's no we getting down to crunch time right now so there more i know you guys are hyper focused on florida this week and this game that's in front of you but it would be impossible i think to drown out the noise as we get into the crunch time of the season the college football playoff rankings come out and you guys are now fifth you've been dropped down uh, behind Washington do you guys hear that kind of stuff in the building and pay attention to that and uh, if so how do you kind of block that out and, and get ready for your next opponent oh uh, we we really just take it week by week so like this week we just focus on Florida we just block out the noise like we just we know we got to keep winning so like either way either way we got to win and go where we want to go all right, do so. Obviously, the attention turns to to Tate, and we saw him last week. He does have experience in this system. How confident in him are you guys that he he can take you across the finish line? He could take you to the promised land. Yes, I, I believe in Tate. Everybody on the team believe in Tate, and Tate he gonna he gonna take us there. So like, yeah, I believe in Tate. So the big question here with this rivalry game, Deuce, did you grow up a Knoll or a Gator? Uh, I actually grew up a, a Seminole. Yeah, I grew up a Seminole. Well, and we know that the Gators season hasn't gone the way they would like it, and they would love nothing more than to knock you guys off here. They're trying to also qualify for a bowl game. Does does that make this game take on more significance? Yeah, me playing against Florida it always gives me hyped up because like this is a game like we've been everybody been waiting on last game of the season, rivalry, and there's gonna be a lot of people there just so like yeah, it gets me pumped up, pumped up. As Chris mentioned, I mean, they're gunning for you guys, right? So they want to take you out of contention for the national championship. What's it like to know that a team is gunning for you, not just for their own bowl eligibility, but to knock you guys out of contention? 
Uh, we just gonna prepare like knowing that like this week is their this week is kind of like their championship game. So like they lose, they not gonna be able to go to like where they want to go. So like they trying to make our season bad. So like it brings out like it brings the energy, make us like more hyped, like get us more ready and stuff, get us more ready for the game and stuff. Is there a little bit of a little bit of smack talk? <laughs> well, we don't, I already myself. I don't really do too much talk. I just play on the field, but like. It's been like it's always been smack talk. You know, it's a rivalry game. They gonna talk smack. We might talk a little smack too, but that's not. We just gonna go out with the win, try to get right. So probably the most important question with this being Thanksgiving week is, what's your number one Thanksgiving side dish? What are you going for first? Going for the mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. Just a, a plate of mac and cheese. I think just yeah. Make sure whatever <laughs> you eat that it's not gonna slow you down this weekend though. Okay, Deuce. Oh no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> All right, we appreciate it. Deuce Span for your Florida State Seminoles getting ready for a big rivalry game. Thank you, Deuce. Yes, sir. Thank you all for having me. Looking forward to another installment from the Swamp on Saturday night. All right, BK, come on in here. And uh, you teased it off the top of the show as we were kind of getting our bellies ready to, to partake <laughs> of this wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, but we have a trivia now. We have to answer these Difficult history questions. And you, for. you feel you have an advantage because you didn't make a trip up. I did. To yeah. Plymouth, so yeah, we'll went see. To Plymouth. Yes. It's very cool, by the way. If you guys haven't really? been up there. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Do they still have? Uh, went to America's first street. Okay. I went to America's first street. I walked up it, and obviously the homes are different now. But I met the gentleman that lived in the first house, hmm. the very first house, the first lot. Okay. It's a new. It's a different house now. But I sat there and talked to this guy. He's a big history buff, and he was telling me about it, and it, it was really cool. That, that was the location on his lot of the very first Thanksgiving. He was the original owner. He was still he, there. Yeah, he, was, he was holding it together quite well. He's Maybe got, some Botox. Got his little pilgrim suit yeah. on with his big buckle, his hat. Yes. All right, so let's kick this thing off. All right, I'm going to give you some questions, multiple choice. Simple enough. The answer's up there. You just tell me which it is. All you right. ready to play? Yep. Yeah, let's do it. First question. The original Thanksgiving dinner didn't take place in November, but rather this month. Is it A, October, B, December, C, March, or D, June? Hmm. Huh. He seductively that, said I June. Paid, I should have paid that was, attention. <laughs> I think June. it's it, it was a kind of a celebration of what we're taught anyway. The, uh, the pilgrims, Native Americans celebrating the harvest. You think of harvest in... October. So I want to say October. You're going to go October? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, let's just, t for point of uh, difference, I'm going to say I'm going to say March. I'm going to say it was March. It was getting ready for spring. What were they harvesting in March? <laughs> well, they had uh, had a bunch in that they had jarred up. So okay. it was all, yeah. It's all preserved. Yeah, it was all preserved. Yeah. Cato gets it. It is October. Ah! There we go. So you think out loud, Cato. You need to keep these thoughts to yourself. Yes. Uh, he'll get Story of my life. <laughs> Okay, number two. How long did the original Thanksgiving gathering last? Mm. A, three hours. B, three days. C, three weeks. D, as soon as the Lions went down, three scores. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's it's uh, it's three days. Final answer. He's you not know? gonna give it. He's not gonna do his out loud thinking. I, I was going to say three days originally, but since he said that, I'll say three weeks. The uh, Native Americans traveled so far. They mm. had to, you know, get um, babysitters for all their children yeah. for this long period. It was a long feast. Three weeks. Let's go three weeks. It was three days. Mm -hmm. Good job. Scott. I knew it. Well, yep, there you go. All right. Here's another one. Which of these were not at the original Thanksgiving gathering? A, chairs. 
B, a table. C, forks. D, plates. Which of those were not at the original? So only one of those, or are there multiple answers? Oh, there was answers? one of those items that was not present at the original Thanksgiving dinner. Well, it would be weird if you had chairs and no table, right? Yes. I, I want to say, like, none of them were there because I just imagine them, like, uh, eating on the ground with their hands and it getting a little bit messy. Like yeah, all pick, of that sounded way too modern. So um, what, they had plates, and then what, what's the other thing? Tables, chairs, plates, and So I want to say, um, yeah, I, no table, no table. No, say, no Thanksgiving no. Day table. They were they were starting to advance as a society. They at least knew how to put like a piece of plywood between a couple of sawhorses. They had a table, some chairs. I mean, a chair. I think that they can, were standing. I think maybe they had coffee. Uh, they had the TV trays. A, cha <laughs> a chair could be like a stump. So I'm gonna say um, forks. They didn't have forks. <laughs> sporks. I'm gonna say it was actually sporks. Oh, yeah. Forks question. is correct. Kato. Ah! Job. So they had plates. So what did, but no what did they have? It was did they only mean, eat with spoons back then? Spoons and forks weren't invented until later. So I guess chopsticks, knives, knives and Tongs. whatever they hunted. They had knives. Well, like I mean, you what? just spear it. Forks yeah. weren't invented. How yeah. are you gonna eat uh, that strawberry pretzel casserole with a knife? <laughs> Use a spoon for that. Right. Yeah. Here's another one. Which of these was not served at the first Thanksgiving meal? A chicken. B geese. C duck. Or D pigeon, which of those was not served? Chicken, geese, duck, or pigeon? Hmm. Uh, I think they went wild game. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna say the domesticated chicken was not present uh, at that point in time. I'll agree. Yeah. They were just killing all kinds of fowl. Yeah, it was a lot of yeah. Probably some. They probably ate some skunk. Yeah. Uh, very good. It was a lot of fish there too. It was chicken. Chicken huh? wasn't. They were pescatarians. Yeah, I bet the pigeon wasn't very tasty. Can you what imagine? You uh, I mean, I don't know how rudimentary were their ovens. You know, like how long well, does it take to cook a turkey? I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pro well, uh, you know, they probably have like a clay oven or something. Yeah, the fire, like, uh, yeah. like a wood baked pizza oven. Yeah, and how how long uh, did they uh, defrost theirs <laughs> after they took it out of their freezers? Yeah, and soak it in brine or whatever. Yeah, they got to do that. Yeah, it's complex. It. it was a little turkey thermometer. Okay, you know, the president, he pardons two turkeys every year, mm -hmm. you know, from the Thanksgiving meal, and they all have always have nicknames. Which of these mm. pair of nicknames has not been pardoned turkeys? Mm. A, drumstick and wishbone. B, butter and ball. I kind of like that. C, liberty and freedom. D, mac and cheese. Which of those have, has never been a nickname for pardoned turkeys? Hmm. Uh, Drumstick, wishbone, butterball, butter, and ball. I think the fact that he said he liked butterball makes me think that he came up with it. So he's <laughs> no, like, oh, you know, that's really clever that somebody else came up with that. But it was him. You know he's going. I mean? He's rope doping you now. Yeah, that's what he's doing. Well, then okay. Then why would it be called mac and cheese? That that makes no sense. It makes great sense. Well, one's mac and the other's cheese. Ah, uh, I don't like mac and cheese for turkeys. No, <laughs> don't like it. Yeah. Don't like it. You, okay, so you, that's your answer. Yep. I, I'm going to answer um, liberty and, did you say liberty and freedom? Leader, liberty and freedom. Because I know the ones the president just pardoned a couple days ago were liberty and bell. So right. why would they go back to the well and have a liberty okay, and now freedom? Now, see. Uh, that's exactly right, Kato. 
Is but that no, right? Is that no, right? No, 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 The answer, actual answer is butter and ball. And okay, I did see, it was, oh. it was him. But you're right, Kato. They, they reused the No, name. I was right. You were, you were self-flossing no, right there. Kato was right saying about... that Liberty was, that's what Biden just, Liberty and what, Bell? Yeah. Or the two this year? Yeah. 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 Well, for all we know, he flubbed the names and it was something like <laughs> mac and cheese to begin with or something like that. Okay, one more. How about this one? Okay. Which was the invention inspired by Thanksgiving gatherings? A, caller TV. Ooh, I like that one. Mm. <laughs> there he is again. B, the recliner chair. C, TV dinners. D, the expandable belt. Which of those inventions were a byproduct of Thanksgiving dinners? Well, I got to think the whole idea of a belt has always been expandable. Was there always just a fixed? <laughs> What's the point of a belt? Right? Suspenders were kind of doing the job. But belt comes along, it's got to be expandable. So Put some holes in it. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go TV dinners. Um, I think I think the Hungry Man. I think it, it was formed out of uh, the people that are alone, that are alone on uh, Thanksgiving, and uh, which I have been. I have wow. in this sad business we work in. I, uh, I have been alone on Thanksgiving, and I've had to resort to uh, frozen meals. So I'm going to say that, yeah, that was it. No sweet potato casserole for you, then. Uh, it's oh. been years. I'm gonna. That is sad. I'm gonna go. Uh, what is what is synonymous with Thanksgivings at my family's house? It's football, and you want to see that football in vibrant, beautiful colors. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say it's color TV. I like your answers, Kato. The answer is TV dinners. There okay, we go. but not for what Scott said. They had a surplus one year of always frozen turkeys that went unused. So instead of letting them spoil, they came up with the idea of putting them in a metal tray with a little, I guess black brownie and whatever comes with them and they invented tv dinners after that did, did they say wonderful they saved the gravy from the year before yeah, but they may have mm. well I'm, I'm glad they did that because those tv dinners have got me through many an evening and, so and thank Scott you too, thank you thanksgiving yeah. Yeah, we did but we now now we feast now yes, we feast. yes now i have good. a family that will is the willing to celebrate with me. butter and my son's butter and ball <laughs> yes. will put on a feast like we've never had before <laughs> they have been pardoned this year they may go free all right all right thank you so much bk Thanks, um all right that was a fun show as we get ready for thanksgiving and and for some maybe they've already celebrated but it's time to go back to the fridge and uh, get your leftovers yeah. uh, all right for some more nod pod in your life go to fox13news.com slash nod pod or hit that qr code subscribe on itunes google play or Spotify and get the podcast set to your phone each and every week so you don't have to look for it. Big thanks to our guest, Deuce Spin. Yes. And we had uh, the the forefathers of our country, the Pilgrims. Yeah. Were they, were they the forefathers? I don't know. But I feel like we kind of gave a nod to what it was like in the past. A nod on the nod pod. What it was like to live without forks. On the you first know? street in America. There's no way to live. No way to live. <laughs> All right. Very good. Until the next time we are on, there are no off day. I bet there was no green bean casserole. Well, not behind you.